What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Illuminerdy Podcast. I am your host, Logan. And I am your co-host, Tanner. That you are. On this riveting episode. Riveting. I was, was going to say ravishing, <laughs> but it didn't sound right. Are you hungry? I don't I don't know. Damn, I'm hungry. I am actually kind of hungry. Fuck. I have no money, though. Uh, on this That's r- a fat moon, dude. Yeah, no shit. On this riveting episode of the Illuminati Podcast, we are going to discuss James Gunn going to work for DC, Netflix's Iron Fist not coming back for season three, DC or Disney has a bunch of new spinoffs in the works for their streaming service launching next year. You know, I actually... Sorry, keep going. No, go for it. No, well, I was also, you know, we were just naming off things, and I also, you said Disney, I saw um, the... Uh, First, like, Aladdin live-action yep. Taylor Treaser, or... Tail, tra- trailer Treaser. Trailer Treaser, there we go. Um, I saw that this morning. Yes, that as well. We could talk about that. I mean, there's not much to talk about. Well, I mean, we <laughs> saw that. It looked cool. It looked okay. I couldn't tell if it was going to be CGI or real until, like, it showed him at the end. Uh, you know, Because it looked super it CGI. It looked CGI I was like, in the, the beginning. I was like, uh... I didn't okay. like it. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like that either. But I'm not super familiar with Aladdin, to be honest. I watched it as a kid. I uh, didn't. Um, and then we also are going to talk about Call of Duty Black Ops 4 a little bit since that just launched yesterday. Yeah. Or Lo- I guess today. Yeah, Logan has that game. I don't, so I'm going to be asking him a bunch of he questions is. about it that he's going to be trying to answer. You know, maybe questions you guys might want answered. Yep, yep, yep. But honestly, let's start off with the Call of Duty talk. Let's just get that out of the way up front. Um, All right, I wasn't really ready for that, but okay. Kind of going in backwards <laughs> order, but that's fine. Well, I figure like the rest of it's pretty movie heavy. So I figure we should probably start off with the one thing that's not movies. Otherwise, like... So then the people who are, like, only interested in the people who only want to hear the second two and Yeah. Okay, they don't want to hear about the movie stuff. That makes sense. Okay. That way they don't have to try and skip through the fucking podcast to find it. (laughs) We care about you guys. We understand. Not everybody's here Yeah, we're trying to make this easy for you guys. You know? Our viewers are what's important in our lives. Exactly. And we want to thank everybody who tuned in for uh, episode one. We are back. Please don't be racist. That has our highest listen total out of any podcast we've ever done and that is awesome thank you guys so much for the support we hope you continue to show us support going forward yeah you guys are the best honestly all right so what questions do you have about call of duty black ops 4 well bro well hold on you can't just start me off with questions why don't you just give a brief like game over you like there's, there's no really, campaign there is there's no campaign no, let's just start with that like there's no campaign there is there's, a multiplayer. You play the multiplayer? I did. I played a lot of multiplayer last night. I played a lot of uh, hardcore team deathmatch and hardcore free for all. I didn't try out their new game mode, which is heist. Yeah, and how did you? Uh, how did you like the hardcore? Um, I'm not a huge fan of the system they have in place. Like in Black Ops Three, we had the operators. Okay. They kind of brought that back in a way, but it's it's weird. I'm not a huge fan of it. I like old school Call of Duty where you could just you had a randomly generated character and you could fill the class. Like you didn't have Special abilities. Special abilities and shit like that. Like, I don't like that aspect of it. it so makes there it feel are, like, like, special abilities yes. and things like that? And what would they kind of be? Like, what it's... It's essentially the exact same as Black Ops 3. Like, oh, really? they have uh, the chick with the war machine coming back. Uh, you got Nomad, who you can call in on attack dog. Got you. Um, the guy who could travel through time in Black Ops 3, he has a little drone he sends out. Oh, I fucking hate that dude, dude. Tempest. Yeah. It follows people around, and it'll shock them and paralyze them. Got you. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's different little things like that. Yeah, and how are the maps? Um, I got to play on Firing Range and Slums last night, so that was fun. Kind of a couple of throwbacks to the OG Call of Duty stuff, like the different Black Ops stuff. Since there's no campaign mode, there's nothing really to build the maps off of and, like, base them on. Gotcha. Which is a little weird to me because every Call of Duty has had their maps based in their campaign mode. Like, it would be stuff from campaign that you get a map out of. Yeah, I mean, Um, that's kind of, like, where most... 
campaign with multiplayer video games come from. Yeah, your maps come from, take some from the campaign. Yeah, I mean, take Halo, take Battlefield. It's all yeah, from the campaign. Exactly. Um, but this one, it looks like they're kind of just reworking old maps, or at least it feels that way. Every map I've played so far feels like a map from a different Call of Duty. Which is kind of cool to have a greatest hits. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of a fun, like, throwback. That's, I feel like that's kind of what the fans were asking for in Call of Duty. Yes and no. I mean, at the same time, like, the game still moves extremely fast compared to other Call of Duties. Like, it doesn't have the jump jets and shit like that. Thank God I fucking hated those. Oh, does it have, like, the wall running and shit like no. that? Oh, that's It has perfect. none of that. Thank it's, it's, God. It is boots on the ground, but it's boots on the ground that feels like it's made from the jump jet type gameplay where you're moving significantly faster than you normally would in a regular Call of Duty. Gotcha. Um, like, playing World War II and then going to this one is extremely disorienting huh. because of the gameplay, the game uh, pacing. Okay. Like, multiplayers pace so much faster in this game, which it's hard for me to get used to because I've been playing a lot of Battle Royale games, which is a lot of Slow waiting and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, once I get used to it, I'm sure I'll be fine. Because uh-huh. like even playing free-for-all last night, I won most of the games I played. Because uh, you're pretty good at free-for-all or what? I'm good at Call of Duty. Yeah. Like That's always been my game I'm good at. Um, but yeah, it was a little disorienting just for the pacing of it. But multiplayer was fun. I'm going to try out heist mode soon and try out some of the other game modes they've got in there. Yeah, that'll be um, interesting. What do, you, do you know exactly what a heist mode is? Essentially, um, you start off with like... It, it plays a lot like a Rainbow Six would. Oh, okay. Um, you start off with just like one gun and you can upgrade it as you're going. You can find different stuff to upgrade your weapons. And then there's like a bag of money that drops on the uh, board. You have to go get it before the other team does. Take it to the extraction point. They have to hold down the extraction point until the money's extracted. I don't know how many rounds it is. I've only seen a Rooster Teeth play it once. Okay. Because um, okay. they played it in the beta a couple months back. Interesting. All right. So we talked about the multiplayer a bit. Now let's move on. Since there's no campaign, let's go to the zombies. I have I tested zombies. You came in while I was playing it today. Yeah, and I think we might be doing a little live stream of it later. We are going to do a live stream of it after we're done recording this. Um, we might be doing live streams in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly with both of, both of us playing. We very well could be doing that. So, um, feel free to tag in on the future. In yeah, the future. It'll, be, uh, it'll be fun. Yes, but, zombies. Um, I got to test it out a little bit. I tried their new map with their new characters. Uh, it takes place on the Titanic. Oh, okay. So that was kind of cool. I died pretty quick. Understandable. I had one teammate who wasn't one AFK guy, and then I had no idea about the map. Yeah, um, yeah you... I'm, I'm, I don't want to toot my own horn. I'm pretty good at fucking zombies. Like, I can last a long time playing solo yeah. on a map that I know. Okay. Um, so it's going to take me a little bit to kind of get used to these maps. Sure. Except for the one I was playing when you got here, which surprised the hell out of me because I didn't see it coming. Uh, they've got a uh, different mode where I'm speculating at what I think it is, but I think you take Richtofen, Dempsey, um, the Russian, and the Japanese guy. I can't remember their names. Um, and you're going through all the multiverse to go through different zombie campaigns from Black Ops games. Nikolai. Nikolai, and then I can't remember the I fucking. Can't remember the I can't remember his name. But you're going through and doing different zombie maps based on the stuff that isn't in their continuity. Like, when I started playing, I was on Alcatraz. Huh. Which, Alcatraz is one of my fucking all-time favorite zombie maps because it was so much fucking fun. Yeah. The Easter eggs in it were great. Everything about it was awesome. Um, and it was cool to be back in that map with new characters. And the map has changed just in slight ways. And it's really fucking fun. Like, that was fun to play, and I'm probably... That's honestly what I'm probably going to be streaming tonight, because I just had so much fucking fun going back to Alcatraz. And how about the zombies themselves? Like, the graphics good and all that shit? Yeah, it looks good, plays good, um, it feels good. It feels like a Call of Duty zombies, which World War II did not. Yeah, I would agree. Um, and it feels like... Because Treyarch is the best out of any of the three companies. Uh, Activ- or, uh, For zombies, at least. Sledgehammer, Treyarch, and... Is it Activision? Activision, yeah. Okay. 
Sledgehammer did okay with Advanced Warfare Zombies. Like, I liked the way that played. I liked the nuances and the slight changes they made. Okay. Um... As a whole, I don't like that game because, once again, I don't like jump jets. Yeah, no, it was bad. But it it felt cool in Zombies to do it. Like, if they would have just been in Zombies, I probably would have been more okay with it. Okay. Because it works well with that dynamic, like the flying around and stuff, because some of the Zombies can do the exact same thing. I would agree. So it's kind of a fun little turn on its head. Okay. Plus, I really like the voice actors they brought in to do that, because, like, Bruce Campbell, John Malkovich. Yeah, I mean, there were some cool actors. It was, it was fun. Bill Paxton was in there, like, uh, fucking Rose McGowan. Like, they did a really good job with the cast. I would agree. Um... This one, I don't know who's doing the voices on the new Zombies characters. I have to look that up at some point. Um, but it was super fun. Like, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to seeing what else they do. I'll probably end up buying the season pass for this. For the DLC. For the DLC stuff. I'll probably end up buying that. Um, just because I want to see the new zombie maps they put out. Hmm. I could care less about multiplayer. Like, I'll play it here and there, but that is not what I buy Call of Duty for. Okay. Um, I buy it for zombies at this point. Gotcha. And then the other mode that's on there, Blackout. Yes. Their Battle Royale mode. Yes, that's kind of what we saved for last, I feel. I played a little bit of it last night. Wasn't doing well. I was getting my ass kicked. Every time I dropped, I got shot in the back every time. Um, during the beta, I won probably six or seven games um, on solo. Sure, but this is that a was the beta. Crowd. More people are playing. Now you're going to get your different people in there. For sure. Um, so that was another one that's going to take me a little time to get used to because I'm coming from PUBG and Fortnite. Yes. And this game, it plays a lot like PUBG does, except it's a PUBG that works. Because huh. PUBG is broken as fuck and does not work uh, on Xbox. PC, it probably works better. It does not on Xbox, though. Okay. Um, and Fortnite is Fortnite. Like, there's no building, obviously, and stuff yeah. like that. Their loot system's weird. Uh, you can get perks while you're playing. Like, interesting. You, which is kind of an interesting concept. Um, Are there teams and things like you that? You can do squads, duos, solos. Like, it's the same thing. Right now, the limit of people is 88. But they said they tested it well above the 100 mark. Wow. So we could see events with like 200, 300 people. That would be really impressive. It would be interesting to have that happen. Um, and I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to release new maps for it as well. Because the one map they've got out, um, it's not big, smaller map. Okay. Um, you can essentially, with the way their uh, drop system works with the parachuting, Yeah. you're in a wingsuit okay. until you almost hit the ground, then you hit a shoot and you hit the ground really fast. Okay. Like So there's not as much downtime jumping. There's not as much aiming and shit like that as well. Plus you can cover pretty much the entire distance of the map from jump. Okay. Like, you can get anywhere on that fucking map if you try. That's kind of nice. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it some more. Yeah. Okay, cool. And are you planning on live streaming any of the zombies or the blackout? Oh, yeah. I'll be probably live streaming a whole lot of Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, I streamed uh, multiplayer last night for a little while. Um, I think blackout's probably going to be the one I stream the most. Zombies, I'm going to want to have people to play with. Um, and unfortunately, nobody I know owns the game. Um, so that's gonna make it makes it a little harder to get people together to fucking run some zombos. Well, I'm planning on getting the game pretty soon, so I'm sure I'll be. Able yeah, to you'll join. be you'll be joining in on live streams. Um, but yeah, that's um, um, it's it's fun. Like okay. I'm pleasantly surprised by Black Ops Four. I thought I was not going to like it because Black Ops Three was a step down from Black Ops Two, which was a step down from Black Ops One. So if you follow the trend, this one's gonna suck. Yeah, it feels like they kind of brought it back to what made the series good, and that's good because I feel like Call of Duty needed a win. It really did, because World War II was a fucking disaster. Yeah, and I mean, even Advanced Warfare before that wasn't good. Infinity War was or before Infinity that, War. And that was hot garbage. And that was bad, and then Black or Black Ops 3. Well, it was still fun. Black, Black Ops 3, Ops 3 was I fun. enjoyed. That was probably the best. It was fun. It's the best in recent memory. Like, Black Ops 2 is way better than Black Ops 3. Oh, for sure. And Black Ops 1 is, in my opinion, the best of them all. I would agree. Black Ops 4 feels like a good return to form. Um, I don't like the operator system. 
but I can live with it kind of a thing. Yeah, because I feel like the fans do like that and stuff. They like and, the And they probably do. They like the little special abilities and stuff, but for me, that's not Call of Duty, but that's me. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm a boots-on-the-ground kind of individual as well. Exactly, and and I like I like old-school Call of Duty way yeah. more than I do the new stuff, like Modern Warfare, stuff like that. That stuff was good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by Black Ops 4. That's good. Way more than I thought I would be. And how much was it? Do you know? 60 bucks. You can you can spend 120 and get the digital deluxe, which gives you the season pass and all that stuff. The season's pass 60 bucks. It's an entire new game by itself. Is it really? Yeah, um, because it's all the downloadable content they're gonna put out. They're gonna and they're not doing map packs. They're not. They're not doing map packs or DLC where you can buy a specific map pack if you want those maps. You have to buy the whole thing. Oh wow! Which to me I like better um, okay. because with map packs. As much as I enjoyed being able to kind of pick and choose what I wanted, at the same time, it's really annoying when you're trying to group up in games with friends. For sure, for sure. And you're like, okay, do you have this map pack? Do you have this map pack? Okay, you have this one, but not this one. Trying to figure out what zombies you guys can play together and what multiplayer maps you can play and shit like that. And do you Um, keep the Seasons Pass? You you don't have to renew it? I don't think so. I think you just buy it and you get all the DLC for the game. Okay, that'll be good because I'm not paying 60 bucks a year. No, it's not a subscription service by any means. It's the same. In any Call of Duty, the Seasons Pass just gives you all the DLC for that game. Yeah, I got you. So I'm pretty sure it's the same kind of thing. Okay. Well, that'll be good, especially if you start releasing new Blackout maps. It'll be definitely worth it. I'm, I'm hoping for new Blackout maps because, like, they have firing range on this map. They have certain, like, old Call of Duty maps kind of on this map. Yeah. So you can run through and replay those maps in a way, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Um, they're just reworked versions of the maps. Okay. Um, like, that's on there. Array's on there. Hydro plumps on or Hydro uh, dams on there. Like, they got a couple of pretty cool ones. Oh, that's um, Nuketown Island. Oh, nice. Which, there's bunkers that go underneath it and everything like that. It's really cool. Oh, that'll be really cool. But yeah, it was it was fun. I'm looking forward to streaming it some more tonight, and probably going to do almost an all night stream tonight. Honestly, I'm probably going to stream until probably ten o'clock in the morning. Fuck, and then sleep during the day, and then go to a Halloween party tomorrow. So there you go. We stay lit, lady titty motherfucker. That's how we like it. So uh, we keep our titties lit as fuck, fam. All right. So is that all we have on video games for tonight? Um, there's not really a whole other, a lot of video game news. Um. Black Ops 4 is the big thing that comes out. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey released like two weeks ago. Oh shit, seriously? I haven't played it, haven't seen anything really on it. I've seen one Let's Play on it. It looked like an Assassin's Creed game. Let me write that down. (laughs) I mean, I love Assassin's Creed, but Odyssey, I didn't didn't play the fucking Origins. Um, I probably will not play Odyssey. I like the original ones um, up to 4. Like Black Flag was fucking great. I love Black Flag. Black Flag was super fun. I love, I mean, the Ezio Trilogy will always be probably one of my favorite games. Honestly, Black Flag's my favorite, Assassin's Creed. I can't, but Assassin's Creed 2 is my favorite hey. by far. To each their own. I like the ship stuff. That was like, oh. That I, was my favorite, that's why I like Black Flag as much, I liked all the ship stuff. See, I like, I enjoyed that, but it kind of got tiresome at time for me. No, which is understandable. But I mean, that came out, Red Dead 2 is coming out soon. Which um, I heard is going to be uh, pretty pricey. Probably. Yeah. Probably. There's a lot. That's a lot of fucking content. Yeah. Like that, I think they said the map is the biggest map Rockstar's ever done. Like, it's like ten times bigger than GTA's Holy five map. Holy shit. It's a huge fucking map. And have, has anybody heard any news about uh, GTA? Six? Six. Nah. They won't announce. They've been working on fucking Red Dead. They're not going to put anything out for GTA for a while. Nah. Because they're still doing updates for five. Are they seriously? Yeah, they I, keep I putting new cards out. Years. They keep putting a bunch of stuff out for it, like Damn. new game modes, all sorts of shit. 
Huh. They're revamping that game constantly. Oh my god. Which is honestly, that's kind of what they want to do with the next Halo. They want to put out a new Halo game and then just continue to work it as it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like a PUBG or a Fortnite where you're continuing to advance the game every couple months rather than putting out a new game. You can just release new content for it. Oh, I guess that makes sense. It'll be cheaper. Which PUBG, if you bought the game, you get all that content for free. Fortnite, all of it's free. Halo, I'm hoping, sticks to if you buy the game, it's free. But I could also see Halo doing a Seasons Pass type thing, but it's a yearly subscription to get new content for Halo. Okay. Because it's not Bungie, it's 343, and 343 to me seems more money-hungry than Bungie ever was. Even though Bungie turned around into Destiny 2, which is a money-grabbing fucking game if I've ever seen one. That is for sure. But, um, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see what's coming forward and coming down the pipeline. I would agree. You think Black Ops is going to expand like that? I'm not sure. I don't know if uh, Treyarch's willing to work on a series like that and just kind of be dedicated to just one game. You think they're going to keep with the Call of Duty expansion every year kind of trend or every three years? Well, every three years the company gets a crack at it. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially they can keep reworking this game and revamping it for the next two years while also working on their next project. I guess that makes sense. So you can kind of do both and then Blackout. I don't think it'll be Black Ops 5. I can't see them going that I can't imagine. It'll just be a new version of Call of Duty that Treyarch's doing is my guess. Or their contract could be up and this could be the last Call of Duty we get. I have no idea. Um, I don't know nothing about... I know nothing of their fucking contract situation. Um... But, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see how we get going forward, because I think a lot of games are going to start turning to, instead of putting out franchises and putting out multiple games in a series, we're going to see them start taking a step back and working on one game and developing it over time. Yeah. Uh, especially with like the early release program and things like that, like Darwin Project's one I just downloaded. It's another Battle Royale game. Oh, really? Uh, it's free on Xbox. It's fun. Um, you play as a prisoner who gets, it's ten people. Hmm. On an island, you have a hatchet and a bow and arrow. And you don't get upgraded weapons. Like, you can make your axe sharper and all this stuff by picking up supplies. Like, you're going around, like, you craft stuff. Like it's, and it's free? Yeah. It's, okay. It was a fun game. I enjoyed it. Um, it's shit for streaming, so I don't play it very much. But it's it's fun. I, I had fun playing it. Oh, okay. And is it, like, a uh, like party game? Can you play with multiple people and shit like uh, that? You have solo duos, and then you can play as the game master. And what is a game master? Uh, you know, you, you, you've seen Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Uh, the guy who is in charge of the field. He's the one manipulating the field. Oh. Like, you can take that mode. You can pick, like, what zones are closing down to pr- try and pull the players into a, into each other kind of a thing. You, uh, oh, okay. There's this thing called electronics, which you give you a, a special power if you get them. Like, my I run invisibility, uh, a turret, and um, just the third one's usually random, like, teleport or something like that. But if you get an electronic, you can create one of these special powers for yourself, and you can use that going forward. You pick which one of those turn on. You can help support other players by giving them, um, like, um, wood if they need wood. You can give them, like, you can help heat them up because you freeze in that game. Like, you have to build fires to heat yourself up or else you huh. freeze to death. Like, there's a lot of different cool stuff you can do. That's really interesting. That's really in-depth. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little game. Um, I, I hope they do more with it. Yeah. Like, add more people kind of a thing. Like, yeah, that'll be interesting. Build it out a little bit. But we'll see. It was, it was fun to play for a little bit, though. Okay. All right. But now let's get to the movie talk. Alright, alright, we're moving on. James Gunn, who was fired from the Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3 and from Disney for insensitive tweets brought up in his past, has been hired on by Warner Brothers and DC to write Suicide Squad 2, possibly to direct it. Yes, I would agree with that. There's not much to agree with. It's already happened. <laughs> All right, cool. That is fact. That is a fact. Um, uh, how do we feel about that? How do we feel about him leaving Marvel? Do we think? Do we think that? I don't think Marvel should have fired him. You don't think Marvel? I absolutely not. Like these are tweets that were from like 
fucking ten years ago. Well, Marvel's owned by Disney now. But at the same time, Disney's using like Bobcat Goldwith and a lot of their promotional materials for different things that he's done for him. He's been the voice of different characters for him. That dude's been fucking way worse than James Gunn has ever been as a stand-up comedian. I guess that's true. Like, it's Disney taking a double standard. Like, it's it was a fucking neo-Nazi, like, fascist group that brought this stuff to Disney's attention and started this campaign to get Gunn fired. Like, that's exactly what happened. Huh. And I Disney fucking that. took the bait and fired him. And they him. were just good with that. Yeah, they fired him. Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think that he should have been fired for and, it. And what even bothers me more is he's come out in the past and said, look, I used to have, say very insensitive things. I've grown as a person and I apologize for the things I've said, but I can't take them back. I mean, if he said he's that... He's owned up to that shit before. If he's grown up to that, then I don't understand really why he fired. They, they, they fired, fired him because they got put in a position where Disney could have possibly had bad PR. And Disney does not like bad PR. I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I almost fucking dropped my phone. Um... But yeah, it was it was a stupid fucking move by Disney, and good on Warner Brothers and DC for picking them up. Like uh, I think I think Warner Brothers and you know they have nowhere to go, you know, with this second movie because of the fever dream that was Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad was a shit movie. Like it made a lot of money, and there are people who like it, and I don't understand why they like it. But everybody's entitled to their own shit opinion. Um, Everybody can have their opinion. Some people's are just wrong. Yeah, and this one is wrong. Um, there's some redeeming qualities about the movie. Harley Quinn's really good. Deathstroke, Death Shot's really good. Diablo's um, really Diablo's good. Diablo's really good, even though he's dead now. Um, like, Rick Flagg is fucking garbage. Tom yeah. Hardy, or, uh, fucking Joel Killerman as, um, uh, nope. Jai Courtney, that's who fucking was. Captain Boomerang. Yes. Best part of that movie. <laughs> I fucking love Captain Boomerang. I knew you were a fan of that. Dude, he's so fucking good in that movie with his fucking unicorn. Um, everything about Captain Boomerang is great in that movie, though. I hate Um, you hate him. I hate you. Me. Why? It's fucking great. You're obsessed with the man with the boomerang. I don't give a shit. He may be the most useless villain, but at the same time, he is fucking awesome in that movie. Like, I, I understand he is a shit villain. He has no power. Neither is fucking Batman. What's your goddamn point? Well, like, he just uses a boomerang. Like, that's it? Well, he's got special boomerangs okay, that do like, other okay. things. Okay, what do they do? I don't remember. I haven't read a fucking Flash comic in so long. Oh, he's a Flash villain? Yeah, he's, a, one of the, he's in Flash's rogues gallery. Oh, okay. Flash has the worst rogue gallery out of any fucking hero. He's got Captain Boomerang, Mirror Master, uh, fucking, like, Reverse Flash is okay. Um, but yeah, most of his villains are fucking garbage. Yeah, that sucks. Well, I mean, you can only do so much with a dude who's fast. If anything, Mr. Freeze should have been there. Uh, he's a Batman villain? Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying, but But he he... should have been a Flash villain because... Well, Flash has Captain Cold. (laughs) Oh, I guess that's a good point. Hold on, I'm gonna look up Flash's rogue gallery real quick. Okay, okay. Uh, the Shade, Ragdoll, The Thinker, Turtle, Rose and Thorn, The Fiddler, Star Sapphire. I haven't heard of a single villain. The Rival, okay. Captain Cold. I know Captain Cold. Dr. Alchemy. Nope. Mirror Master. You just said him, I know. Gorilla Grood. Gorilla Grodd. I know that one. He's trying to eat brains. Yeah, I like Gorilla Grodd. Yes. Uh, Pied Piper. He's a weird one. Uh, Weather Wizard. The uh, Trickster, the who is just... The Trickster is just a, like, t- tamed down version of the Joker. Uh, Captain Boomerang, the top. He just spins really fast. <laughs> Mood. Abracadabra. What a name. <laughs> Professor Zoom, Heatwave, which is Captain Cold's partner. Glider, Clive Yorkin. Chroma, Magenta. What a name. Magenta. Mirror Not Mas- Violet. Mirror Magenta. Master 2, the <laughs> sequel. We're back, mm-hmm. bitch! Manfred Moda, <laughs> Razor, Kid Zoom. These are really, uh, creative names. <laughs> Folded Man! <laughs> Plunder. Flat Stanley! Brother Grimm. I remember Brother Grimm. He's not horrible. 
Cicada. What a fucking name. That's a bug. That is a bug. That's a bug. Tar Pit. Wow, that's attractive. Murmur. That's a good name. <laughs> Blacksmith. Fallout, who looks like Racist. he's radioactive. Uh, Girder. What? <laughs> what? His name's Girder. I don't know. Uh, Double Down. Zoom. Again. We're back again. Peekaboo. <laughs> Literally a character in this rogue gallery is Peekaboo. Surprise, bitch! Trickster, the sequel. Oh my god. Captain Boomerang, the sequel. Stop. Griffin, spin. Johnny Quick. Johnny Quick. Black Flash. That's racist. That is so racist. Lady Flash. Chunk. And the Goonies? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's for the Goonies. <laughs> I'm gonna do the Truffle Shuffle. Uh, Cobalt Blue. Drum. Drain. Domain. I don't know. Good try. Eradicator. Uh-huh. Kilgore. <laughs> That's creative. Mr. Frost. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I wonder where we came up with that name. My father is Mr. Frost. <laughs> <laughs> president Thawne. Oh, that's when he bore Thawne becomes president. Uh, the Savidar. Savidar. Savidor. The suit. The suit? <laughs> Just a man in a suit. White lightning. That's still racist. And Godspeed. <laughs> Flash's Rogue Gallery. Fucking sucks. That was lame as shit. It is. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh yeah, <laughs> Suicide Squad too. I don't know. I always forget when we get off on these little tangents. Uh, but yeah, I love Captain Boomerang. He was a great part of the movie. Uh, but looks like James Gunn is going to be coming on to do the second one, at least writing it. And honestly, I think that's a good thing. James Gunn writing style is very good for this type of movie. You think? Oh, excuse me. I mean, he hasn't really like pulled in a lot of large or like like a large team of actors before. I mean, he did a little bit in Guardians is a pretty big ensemble cast. Oh fuck, dude! I was thinking like, you of, have Vin, I was Vin Diesel. Mind. I was thinking of a different director. Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, Chris Pratt, um, Zoe Saldana. Yes, uh, you had everybody in the first one, like Kurt Russell in the second one. Yes, like, I agree. He is good at ensemble cast, and he was also a producer on the Avengers uh, Infinity War. No, what I was going to say is, like, he doesn't really have anywhere to go, though. Like, where do you think they're going to go from the original? Well, Suicide Squad, you can literally go anywhere. Like, that's not... that's Because it's garbage, and it ended with nothing? Because it's garbage, and the ending is the beginning. Like, nothing changes. (laughs) Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, they start off at the end where they started off at the beginning. They're still in prison. Like, that has not changed. Except for Harley Quinn. But she started out outside of prison. She's... Yeah, Joker breaks her out at the end. I forgot about that. Yes. But at the same time, you can still work her back into the script very fucking easily. Oh, super easily. Her team gets called on a mission. She realizes, oh, I like my team. So she goes to help. It's not that fucking hard to do. Yeah, especially with Harley Quinn. She can flip sides like that. <laughs> she does regularly. Um, but you could go literally anywhere with this movie. Like, you could, one, get a much better villain, which it looks like it might be Black Adam. Which will be interesting. I love <laughs> The Rock in any movie. It's weird because I would like I would rather see Black Adam against Shazam. I think that's more appropriate and like especially because Shazam doesn't really have a villain right now with like this new movie. It's more of like a him growing no, up. No, he's got a villain. I just can't remember who the fuck it is. Well, I mean, Shazam or Black Adam is more of like his ultimate villain, his arch nemesis or whatever. Arch nemesis? Sure, that thing. Dr. Thaddeus Savannah is the villain. Okay, I don't know who that is. I'm looking him up now cuz I don't All know. Right. But, I mean, it's going to take a while for Adam to, uh, or Shazam to, like, grow into Shazam to fight Adam. So I think it's a good starting place for Adam is to fight a team to show how strong he is and stuff like that. Especially if they're going to introduce Shazam into the, the, the major universe. Which I'm sure they're going to do. I'm sure that's why they introduced him. 
Which could be interesting, especially if they start adding in Suicide Squad members into the major universe as well. <coughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to see some crossover there. Yeah, I mean, it would be it'd be really cool if we could get some Batman Joker. I love that whole um, dynamic right there. I think everybody does. But at the same time, I mean, Deadshot is an amazing, and especially with or he's an amazing character, and especially with Will Smith. Huh. Yeah, Will Smith did a really good job. Yeah. And Destro coming in at the end of um, Justice League. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. You don't think that's going to go anywhere? No, fuck no. They're not going to continue that storyline. Ah. I guess that makes sense. But still, I mean, they might add to it or something like that. You don't, you don't even think they're going to keep them as actors? I think he's. I think Deathstroke's going to be the bad guy in the Batman movie they're doing. Got you. But I don't see him showing up in other things. Okay. All right, well. All right, so Dr. Savannah... In the movie, he looks like he can go toe-to-toe with Shazam power-wise, which is weird, considering he can't do that in the comics. Uh, In the comics, he has a genius-level intellect. In addition, he can see magic with his left eye. And he once discovered a mathematical formula, which, when recited, allowed him to walk through walls and solid objects, making himself almost impossible to imprison or even catch. Doesn't look like they're going that route in the movie, though. It looks like he's just going to be a powerhouse for Shazam to fight. Okay, so is he more like a wizard? No, he's a scientist who can just happens to see magic. Because Shazam is straight magic. Got you. Like, that's why everybody... That's why he used to be able to kick Superman's ass. It's because he's Because Superman's weak to magic. He's oh, not okay. anymore, but he was. That was his one weakness, was magic. Which is why when the Thor versus Superman debate always came up, I always said Thor would win because it's considered magic. Okay. Um, but yeah, it looks like uh, the whole he can see magic with his left eye thing... I think that might still apply because he's going to have to be able to find Billy Bastion as a kid. Yeah. So I could see kind of see that route. Um, but no, like, uh, back to Suicide Squad. Um, Gunn's writing style lends itself very well to this type of movie. Like, everything he's done has been comedic. Even horror movies he's done, like Slither, yeah. is still comedic. I never, I haven't seen any of his other movies. Slither's weird, but it's decent. Okay. It's got Nathan Fillion in it, Michael Roker. It's, it's got a decent cast. Okay. Um, and then his other, this other stuff is like the Belko Experiment, which is a movie I fucking thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, they take an office building in some foreign country, lock it down, and then a voice comes over the recorder and says, you have this much time to kill three people or else this many people will die. And it's a human uh, kind of experiment on like human, like, um, human psyche and things like that. How oh, that'd be so them. interesting. It is a great fucking movie. Where, did, where is it. that? I had to... Find it on the internet. <laughs> got you, got you. I'm sure you could rent it or something like that. I just didn't have the opportunity to do so. But it was a fucking great movie. Like, they did a really good job. And then his, uh, you, you know the guy from the uh, Ravenger crew? Uh, fucking Yondu's crew? Uh, the guy who gets his arrow at the end of the second one? Okay, yes. That's James Gunn's brother, Sean. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in all of James Gunn's movies. Oh, okay. Including the Belko experiment. So is he going to be in Suicide Squad 2 then? That would be my guess, because Michael Roker is also in all of James Gunn's movies. So Yondu will probably be showing up at something as well. That'll be really interesting. I don't know Do you think the they're going to play him as a major character or anything? Like that? that would probably be a bit part. Yeah. Would be my guess. Although he is killed off in the Marvel Universe, so... He easily could switch I could sides see him. decided to... I could see him doing something... Bigger, I just don't know what the fuck it would be. Like, they could bring in a new suit. They, they're going to have to bring in new members. Oh, for sure. Slipknot's dead. Diablo's dead. Um, so they're going to have to bring in people to kind of fill the ranks. Yes. Um, who so do you think? Do you know any other I members no of the Suicide Squad? I have no fucking idea who they could even bring in. I mean, Suicide Squad's had a lot of fucking members. I mean, I'm sure. I know Deadpool's been in there. Deadpool has not been in there. You don't? What? Deadpool's not a DC character. I'm fucking tripping. You are. What the fuck am I on? I wish I knew. 
I need to stop talking. It was interesting that you said Deadpool when I think you meant Deathstroke. Yeah, Deathstroke. I'm trying to help you out here, but Jesus. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Deathstroke has led the Suicide Squad, though. He's been a member. Yes. Well, I mean, sure. That's right, let's just, let's just position, take it off with of, Deathstroke. Let's just take it off modern times. Okay. Let's go from, like, 2001 era. Um. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and guess there's been quite a few mm, members. There are, but none that... Killer Frost... Deadshot. I'm only naming off the ones that are worth a shit. Uh, Hawkman. He's going, Power Girl. He's going through a lot of scrolling, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, not a lot of people. Uh, Amanda Waller leads at Captain Boomerang. Double Down. Uh, Rick Flag Jr. I guess this kid led this one. Rick Flag Jr. Uh, Mirror Master. Tattooed Man. Which Tattooed Man we watch get killed. Tattooed Man. Yeah, he gets killed off in Suicide Squad. He's uh, the one the common plays. He's the one that. Uh, Joker's talking to him in the club, and he's like, you want to fuck Harley kind of a thing? Oh, gotcha, that's, ta- gotcha. that's supposed to be tattooed. Oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> Nightshade. Bane was a member. They're not going to bring Bane in, though. Oh, fuck no. Uh, Bronze Tiger. Adam Smasher. Captain Boomerang. Uh, Deadshot. Solomon Grundy. I wouldn't mind seeing Solomon Grundy. That would be really interesting. I think he's a pretty interesting character. Solomon Grundy's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this version is... Nobody knew who's worth a shit... Wow. I mean, if you're not familiar with Solomon Grundy, it's like his ability is basically that he can't He's a zombie. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Yo-Yo. Crowbar. Yeah, I don't know any of James Gordon Jr. Really? I didn't know James Gordon Jr. was a villain. What? Suicide Squad doesn't always villains. How so? Sometimes they get heroes on there, too. It just happens. Huh. Steel. Yeah, like, it's got how they got in. Like, Steel's a super, he's Black Superman, pretty much. Okay. Um, unknowingly recruited by the Thinker to kill the Suicide Squad, but then works alongside them, presumed dead in issue number 25, revealed alive in 27, leaves in issue 29. So a lot of them, these so, people end up, like... So they're just in it for a little bit. Yeah, it's these aren't long-standing members. Okay, I got you, I got you. Uh, let's look, this is the current, 2016 to present, this is the current rendition of the Suicide Squad. Okay. Brick Flag... Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Enchantress, Katana, Killer Croc, El Diablo, Mad Dog, uh, deceased, head blown off by Amanda Waller after being captured by the enemy. Not him anymore. Got you. Killer Frost, leaves due to Batman's offer in Justice League versus Suicide Squad to join the Justice League of America. General Zod, he betrays the team. Uh, Juan Soraya, loses hands, leaves leaves the team in issue 34. Captain Cold, leaves in issue 44. KG Beast, uh, Lord Satanus, Master Jailer, Merlin, he's secondary, Ragdoll secondary, Scream Queen secondary, um, Shimmer secondary, she's killed though, Tao Jones secondary, he's killed, Scorpio is killed, and Baby Boom is killed. Gotcha. So if they go based off that, as far as new members, that's the original team from the movies. You could bring in Mad Dog, I don't think they would though, because he's currently on Arrow. Uh, you could bring in Killer Frost. Uh, you can't do General Zod. You can't do Captain Cold. I guess you could do KG Beast. I'm not, I don't know who KG Beast is. Uh, he's essentially a Russian mercenary. Oh, okay. He's a member of the KGB. I was picturing, like, a red version of Beast for some reason. No, he's KGB. Like, Russian intelligence kind of. Oh, uh, okay. So he's just a spy, pretty much? He's got extreme KGB conditioning, extraordinary hand-to-hand combat, master of weapons, and explosive... And he has a prosthetic gun placed in, in place of his hand. Gotcha. Well, I mean, if even if they could, they could have, like, you know, 
Deadshot play a much larger role because he in himself is like a major character. He can do some damage. He can hold his own against Batman for a little while. I mean, he can definitely... What are you talking about? Deadshot. Well, Deadshot's going to be there regardless. Well, yeah, I'm saying, but he could play like a much larger role. Well, yeah, like if we didn't need to add in, like say we didn't add in a whole bunch of villains, like he could just, like we could have these villains all together be stronger and go against a superhero and not like, you know, a villain who can do magic and shit. Well, like no, they're going to be going into villain. The Suicide Squad is a government project. They're not going to fight good guys. Like the entire point is they go on yes, missions know, they shouldn't I come know. back from. I know. So they'll be fighting Black Adam because that's a potentially He's world a, ending yeah, event. Okay. Because Black Adam's that fucking powerful. But I, I feel like Gunn lends his his writing style lends perfectly to this style of movie where you're going to have comedic beats, hopefully not as much shoehorning comedy as the first one. Okay. But he's got a very good writing style where he can kind of keep the pace of a movie going while still telling jokes. Okay. Um, so I'm excited and hopeful because the first one was so fucking bad it can only get better. <laughs> that is for damn true. For once, guys, the sequel be, will be better than the original. That has happened a few times in certain movies. The first four superhero movies? Not for superhero movies. No superhero sequel has been better than the original. Uh, well, I take that back. X-Men 2 is better than X-Men 1. Spider-Man 2 is better than Spider-Man 1. Um, okay, I'll give you that. But in regular movies, obviously, like Terminator 2, Godfather 2, there's Alien. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them that are considered better than the original. Um, but yeah, I think I think Gunn's going to do a good job with this. I'm glad to see that somebody's hired him. I'm glad to see he's still working in comic books. Um, and I am super stoked to see his take on this universe. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like this is going to be a vast improvement over David Iyer's version. And um, that's not a knock on David Iyer. That was a lot of studio interference to do a lot of stuff. I would agree. I mean, that was, wasn't all his fault. No. He, his, and then DC has done that multiple times. Yeah. They just kind of fucked themselves. And David Iyer's even come out and said, he's like, this is not the movie I fucking made. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Because he, he had an entire story for the Joker. He wanted Joker included more. They shot a lot more with Joker. Oh, yeah. And then the studio came in and was like, we're doing this, 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 and this. Screw everything else that you've done. We're doing this our way. Because of the success of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So they tried. They went back, reshot a bunch of stuff to add more comedy to it. It was a much darker film originally. And plus they just had a shit villain. Enchantress was not a good villain. No, I mean it wasn't. And so we'll see what happens going forward with that. Uh, with Black Adam as the villain, I feel like that will help out a lot more. Having a very good definitive villain to fight against. Yeah. Is whatever... No, no superhero movie has ever been good without a great villain. I mean, that's kind of the whole point, is, like, you need it to be a serious situation. You need a good villain. Exactly. And, like, and not even serious. Like, just because they're powerful doesn't necessarily make them good. Like, look no, at Justice League. No, you, know, you like, need a good actor. Steppenwolf, you need a good, powerful... Steppenwolf is powerful as fuck. He was shit in the Justice League. Um, yeah. You look at the way they portrayed uh, Ares and Wonder Woman. That was not a good portrayal of Ares. No, it was not. That was not a good villain. That is a god of war, people. It was not a good villain, um, and that's one of the main reasons I don't like that movie as much, is because the villain was shit. Understandable. Uh, everything leading up to it, it was a good story. Like, yeah. I can give the movie that. It had a very well-written story. It was directed. It looked beautiful. The villain sucked, and I didn't like some of the use of CGI in it, which mm-hmm. is my main problem with the movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so going back, since Gunn is leaving the Marvel kind of cinematic world, who do you think is going to take on Guardians 3? Uh, right now, the rumor is Taco Aidi. The guy who directed Thor Ragnarok, which I, I'm i okay with to a point. Because he wouldn't be getting his own script. He would be taking on Gunn's script. Which, I'm not sure how Taco works with somebody else's script. He's always written his own shit. Okay. So that would be interesting to see, but I feel like, much like Gunn, 
his style of directing and writing lends itself very well to that universe. I would agree. Because Thor Ragnarok feels a lot like the first Guardians of the Galaxy. It really does. It feels like a buddy comedy. I mean, it feels like this, like, squad of feel-good. Like, exactly. Hey, we're going to get through this together, kind of. It's not even that, like, and they hate each other. We hate, hate each, each other, other, but we love each other. But we got to get this shit done. And yes. that's what Guardians 1 was. It really was. Like, you got to remember, Guardians of the Galaxy ends on a dance battle. Yes. Like, it ends with Star-Lord going, dance battle, bitch, kind of a thing. And then you look at Thor Ragnarok, you turn around and look at that, and you've got everything with fucking, like, um, the Executioner, which is his name in the comics, Scourge, Scourge, or whatever his Scourge. name is. Scourge. He jumps out of the plane with the fucking two m Oh, yeah. It feels very similar. It has very similar elements. Like It's very, like, last-ditch badassness. Exactly. Like, and, like, their entire way to stop Ragnarok, or to kill Hela... Was to destroy Asgard. Like, it feels like... It It feels very similar thematically to Guardians of the Galaxy. It kind of reminds me of, like, what a frat boy would do if given the same situation. He's like, fuck it, blow it up. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, you know what? Let's just... Let's just blow it up. I mean, fuck <laughs> it. We can build another one. But it, it, it does have that feel to it. And they feel very thematically the same. They're paced extremely similar. So, Waidi could work very well within that system working off Gunn's script. He definitely could. But, once again, I haven't seen him do somebody else's script. I've always seen him write his own stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how they kind of work through that. Yeah. But if YED comes over to direct, we could also see Hemsworth show up in it because he became very buddy-buddy with the Guardians. Oh, really? Uh, in Infinity War. Okay. So I could see that happening. Hemsworth, I think, likes ta- working with Taka huh. So I could see him coming back for that. Okay. So that could be interesting. That would be really interesting. <laughs> That's not a guarantee. It's just speculation that I could see happening if Taka... Takes over as a director. Okay. Excuse me. Your excuse. I had. I totally had something else to say. I'm having a brain fart. Well, think quick. You know I'm not good at that, dude. I'm not too good at doing anything quickly. That's true. Um, we'll move on. Okay, thank God. Um, Iron Fist has been canceled. Oh, yes. Iron Fist, which I never personally watched. My Season one fucking sucked. My brother watched it. He said... It wasn't the best he ever watched, but he got through it. Season one is not good. Um, I liked elements of it. I liked kind of the build-up for the villains and everything like that. They did a decent job with that. Iron Fist is a very hard fucking character to do well in that sense. I would agree. And I mean, I know a lot of people who are upset just simply because they whitewashed the show. They didn't whitewash shit. He's white in the comics. Isn't it an Asian character, though? No, he's white. His name's Danny Rand. I didn't know that. He's a white boy who ends up in Kung Lun and ends up hug, like hugging a dragon and gets the fucking tattoo on his chest, which gives him the power of the immortal Iron Fist. Huh. He's a white guy. People were pissed. I'm not familiar with the story. No, that and the whole whitewashing conspiracy about Iron Fist fucking pissed me off. Because there are serious situations of whitewashing occurring in movies and TV. Mm-hmm. To sit there and be pissed off because a kung fu martial arts character who happens to be white and has been since his fucking incarnation in the comics is going to be white? Fuck off. There are more important things to fucking argue about and have a problem with. Like, this is people being pissed off for no fucking reason. Hmm. Okay. And Finn Jones is not a bad choice. He looks like the fucking character does in the comics. Hmm. Like, I'm cool with the casting. The issue was his... He's not a guy who's just going to go fucking protect New York. That's not Danny Rand's move. He kind of does when he's working with Luke Cage and Heroes for Hire. Sure. Like, they're just going around like, he's 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 powerful, but he's not overpowered. Okay. He can protect New York if he needs to, but Danny Rand works well 
when partnered with somebody else. Okay. The immortal like a iron. Kind of. the, the, not even a sidekick, more of a co coexistence. Okay. In his solo comics, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to pull up his villains because I don't. I mean, I'm The only even, thing I remember him fighting is Fing Fang Foom. I'm not even really familiar with his power. So, what is exactly Iron Fist in himself? He's an like, expert martial artist who has the power of the Iron Fist. He can generate all of his key into one punch. Okay, so that's just like mega punch, like one punch man kind of Yeah, that's situation. pretty much, yeah. Okay. And if he spends all of his key, he can't do it again. He usually passes out. Okay. I mean, so, it would definitely be hard this, to... This will give you an idea of how Iron Fist works. His main villains, Mysterio, Spider-Man villain. Okay. Madam Gao is, I think, his villain. Scorpion, Spider-Man villain. Spider-Man villain. Bullseye, Daredevil villain. Harold Meacham is his villain. Alexander Reed is his villain. Steel Serpent is his villain. But it's mostly villains you've never heard of. I've never heard of any of those villains. Uh, well, I mean like Mysterio and like Bullseye. And... You've heard of his other ones pretty much. Constrictor, uh, Chemistro, Decay, Diablo, Electra, Ferocia, Firefly, Followers of Thandamus, uh, Goldbug, Harold Meacham, Hitman, Impasse, Killer Shrike, Living Monolith, Madame Gal, Magia, Melikith the Accused, which is the villain from Thor 2. He's the Dark Elf. Okay. Uh, Master Khan, Murakami, Mysterio, Ninja, uh, Razorfist, Sabretooth, Savage Hulk, Skimitar, Scorpion, Sawande, Steel Serpent, The Hand, Venom, and Warrant. He doesn't have his own villains because he's usually on a team. I would agree. Okay, so do you think he's going to stay in the Defenders then? No, Defenders isn't getting a second season. They're not getting a second season? No. Oh, okay. That, that did not do well. Not well at all. It wasn't good. Did it do better than Iron Fist? I think they were both pretty much on par. So that's why neither of them are getting sequels? Yeah, like uh, Jessica Jones got, I think, got renewed for season three. Punisher got renewed for season two. They're expecting Luke Cage to be renewed very soon. Yeah, Punisher will do well, though, because the Punisher TV show is really good. They did a good job with it. I love that. And James Bernthal. John. John Bernthal. I'm sorry, John. I love you, bud. (laughs) (laughs) Gorgeous man. That is a gorgeous man. You're an amazing actor. He did really well. He did really well. And I really like the storyline that they're doing. Well, I mean, they did his origin, essentially. Yeah, and I think they're going... Don't get me wrong. They fucking changed some shit. Sure, but sure. I'm fine with it. Like, yeah, I think they did a good job in telling. The it. thing I've always I've learned to have to do because I used to be a fucking stickler for it. Okay, I'd always be pissed off when a movie came out. I'm like, that's not how it went in the comics. Sure, I've learned to look at it as other world comics kind of a thing. Like, look at it as okay, they're telling a different story. Mm-hmm. This is just a different comic. Okay, it's the taking the same character and changing things and making your own story out of it. Which, in all honesty, I've gotten to the point where I prefer that. I would agree. Because I don't, like, as much as I want to see certain things that I've seen, like, yeah, I would love to see Secret Wars done in a movie. Sure. I would love to see it done panel for panel how they did it in the comics. Oh, that'd be amazing. But at the same time, I can also go, okay, if they did a version of Secret Wars and they changed shit, I'd be perfectly okay with that, too. It's great to have a new story, too. It, exactly. Because at the same time, I don't want to see something I've already, I've been seeing since I was a kid. I would agree. Change and, it up, give me something new. And I, I, I wish people had that same mentality where they could get to that point and be like, okay, this is just a new version of a, a character that I've loved forever. Sure. Like, if they come out and give me a new version of Wolverine, I'm not going to be like, fuck you. I'm going to be like, okay, let's see how they do. If it's good, then that's good. If it's bad, then it's bad. But you got to give it a chance. Yeah, I mean, you got to let it shine for what it is, you know? Exactly. You have to give the shit a chance. And, and you know, the Punisher, I... I am a huge Punisher fan. He's probably my favorite Marvel character. A lot of people have that mentality. He's very good. I love him. I love him. And I think they portrayed him extremely well. They did a good job with him. 
Um, they I'm not. Change, they changed him a little bit. I'm not a huge fan of his kind of PTSD shit he's got going on. I would agree. I but appreciate I, I that it, they touched on PTSD. I think Don't they, get me wrong. I think they uh, they shed light on that correctly. I think they did a good job portraying it. I would agree. But that's not really how Castle has always been. He's always been very calculated. I've never figured him. He as has a his PTSD he has man. his moments where the anger comes out and shit sure. like that. But it's it's a weird little balancing, and I hope that they kind of. If they don't build upon it in season two, I'm gonna be pissed. If anything, I've never pictured it as a PTSD, but almost like a a traumatized to the point where he's a sociopath. Oh, he's absolutely a sociopath. You know, and it's not. I've never seen him as a PTSD. He's not a sociopath because he has he like women and children. He won't kill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he'll kill women if they're like fucking evil. Yeah. But like, he doesn't kill children. Like, he'll protect the innocent <laughs> kind of a thing. He punishes the wicked. That's his whole thing. But sociopath would kill everybody. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter for them. But he's at a point where he there is no justice unless it's final justice kind of thing. He's not going to take somebody into court. No, he would not. He's going to kill them. Yeah. So he's gotten to that point. I'm hoping that's what the PTSD kind of evolves into. Okay. Into him getting his own kind of moral code going forward. Okay. Like, that's what I'm hoping that that, all that setup is Because I think that really, I mean, shows a lot of who the Punisher is, is his... He's doing everything by his own moral code. Exactly, and I'm hoping they build on that. Yeah, because, because like, that, made, that shows a lot of his strength. There was a lot of violence, there was a lot of killing with Punisher and everything like that, but a lot of it felt almost, he did it because he had to, not because it was him doing what he felt he needed to. Yes. It was more of the circumstances called for him to have to do this. And I think when he shows up in Daredevil, he is that... And I, and I agree. He has that mentality. Especially in the prison. Oh my god, that fucking prison sequence is so goddamn good. <laughs> I fucking love it. I need to go back and watch that scene again. But him killing all those guys in the prison, like, a lot of those guys, he could have just crippled. Like, he could have just broke their leg and not had to worry about them. Oh, sure. He's murdering them because they're in jail. Like, he, in his mind, these people have already gotten, have already given away their chance at a good yes. life. They deserve this. They deserve to die. Yes. And I feel like he's at that point in Daredevil. I'm hoping that season two builds up to that. I'm and hoping I'm sure it will, with, especially with, uh, you know, the the evolution of Billy and things like that with him losing his mind and things like that. I'm him sure, turning into Jigsaw. Yes. You know, once he once Castle sees that, I'm sure that will affect, affect him quite a bit. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with that stuff going forward. I agree. Luke Cage is going to get season three. I didn't like... I'm not a big fan. Like, season one, I fucking loved. I never watched Luke Cage. Until they killed off Cottonmouth. Mm. Once they killed off Cottonmouth... That show fucking sucked. And why is that? Just because the villain? He was so fucking good. Uh, Marishal Ali played him. Oh my god, dude. He did such a good fucking job. And it was fucking amazing. He was the best fucking villain I've seen in anything for Hmm. a long time. He did such a good fucking job. Interesting. And they just kill him off and bring in a new villain for the last, like, three episodes. Ugh. And the villain they brought in, Diamondback, is a pretty good villain in the comics. Yeah. The guy they got to play him is fucking terrible. That's just disappointing. And then season two, I don't remember who he's fighting, but it's somebody who's on par with his strength and everything like that. I may check it out at some point. I don't know. Okay. It just wasn't... It was one of those things where I was like, eh. Meh. And Jessica Jones season one was fucking amazing. Once uh, again, because of the villain. Sure. David Tennant did fucking great. Of course. Oh my god, he was so fucking good. I love David, David Tennant. And he was so good as a purple guy. Okay. Or the Purple Man. Yeah. And um, season two, not as good. The I didn't villain, see. I mean, it's her mom. Sure. Is essentially the bad guy. Okay. Um, and it's not great. Mm-hmm. I watched probably 10 episodes of it and I just couldn't get through it. I was just like, I don't care about your fucking family drama. <laughs> that's not why I watch these. This is boring. And then, like, that's the thing, like, Daredevil season one, you had Fisk, who was fucking awesome. I love that. I love that. Season two, season. you have Electra in the hand and, and then the a little bit of Fisk. Punisher's not really the villain, though. Yeah, true. And that made it good because Electra is a good foil for Daredevil. Always okay. has been. And now season three, we've got Fist coming back. 
and this is the one thing I did want to talk about, Daredevil Season 3 coming out October 19th, there is another Daredevil. Oh, really? There's somebody wearing the suit who has the exact same kind of coordination and ability that Daredevil does. He can throw the fucking billy club the same. Everything about it is exactly the same. Interesting. And there's a lot of speculation online. Everybody's assuming that it's Bullseye. Which would make sense. Yeah, that would make sense. I am hoping that it's not. Why? Because I want it to be Taskmaster. And who is that? Taskmaster is a comic book villain who has a photographic memory. Anytime he watches somebody fight, he can completely mimic their style after about 10 seconds of watching them. Interesting. He has fought Captain America. He has fought Daredevil. He has fought anybody you consider a good martial artist in Marvel. Sure. Taskmaster has gone toe-to-toe with, and he has held his own. So and he how, mimics how their you, style completely. How do you win against this opponent? I mean, Deadpool's beat him a few times. He's a big Deadpool guy. Okay. He's become a Deadpool villain. Well, I mean, it's hard And an ally at some points. Sure. Um, but, I mean, there's it's it's not really about beating him. Um, like, Deadpool's got the best shot because Deadpool doesn't work in a kind of fashion where he's going from move to move. Deadpool's insane, so he's just fucking doing he's random doing shit. He's doing whatever. But, like, uh, like Captain America, things like that. A lot of times it's team-ups. That's how they end up beating him. Oh, okay. But he is a fucking awesome villain. I, and I don't think it's him, by any means. I don't think Marvel is going to do that. No? It's going to be Bullseye. Okay. But I want it to be Taskmaster so bad, because <laughs> I fucking love Taskmaster. Okay. He's one of and my favorites. And Bullseye is pretty much what? Uh, Bullseye is just an expert marksman. Uh, he can fucking Bullseye anything at any distance. Like, he's that good. Got you. He's, I, I know in the comics he's got a adamantium skeleton. Or and, spine. Okay, and now why would he have, be mimicking the same moves as Daredevil? Uh, Wilson Fisk hires him to try and besmirch Daredevil's name. Okay. He goes out, dresses Daredevil, and is committing murders and shit like that. So he has that skill and things like that. He can. Daredevil. He's so good that he looks like he's Daredevil. Okay. So it could be either one of those characters, and I'm hoping for Taskmaster, but it's going to be Bullseye. Gotcha. I don't know who's playing him either, though, so... Uh, well, well only one way to find out. Yeah, but no, I'm, I'm excited for season three because I love Vincent D'Onofrio's portrayal of Wilson Fisk. I it love it. Really I think it's really good. good. It is. Like, he does a very good job of playing Fantastic. Fisk. I loved him as a villain. He was super good in season one. Even his small cameo stuff in season two was really good. Oh, sure. Um, the whole prison sequence was fucked, dude. It was unsettling. And it was good. Like, when he just started beating the shit out of Murdoch in the oh, fucking yeah, jail cell. Quality. Oh, my God, oh, dude. It was amazing. It was good. Uh, but so I'm excited he's coming back and he's going to be the main villain and then we're going to have the secondary villain um, and obviously I think the hand's going to play a part in it as well um, and then I think Daredevil's mom is going to play a part in it as well Ooh, I, interesting that's the nun who finds him at the end of the Defenders oh okay I, didn't he ends up, I, I never watched the Defenders well he ends up in a nunnery um, essentially the building collapses everybody's like oh god Daredevil and Elektra were in there they're dead and then it ends with Daredevil you see him being taken care of in this like monastery and there's nuns and everything working on him in the comics his mom's a nun Okay. Um, and she goes away and all this stuff, and then she finds him later. So my guess is that's where they're going with it. Oh, okay. And it's playing out a lot like The Man Without Fear, uh, the Frank Miller run they did in the late 80s, early 90s, or maybe mid-90s, um, where Daredevil comes back to New York, and he doesn't want to be its savior anymore. He just wants to um, get, wipe out corruption and all this stuff. Like, he's not trying to save the city. He's trying to cleanse the city. So what? He just goes on this, like, huge spree? He's not necessarily killing people, but he's making it to where they're not coming back from what he's doing. Like, he's not going to kill people, but he will fucking cripple you. Okay. Kind of like, he becomes more brutal, more vicious. Gotcha. Um, and I think that's kind of the direction we're heading based on what I've seen in the trailers. Well, I mean, we could definitely add in the Punisher there, too, and make it just a more brutal New York. I don't think Punisher's going to show up in there. You don't think? Nah. 
Uh, I don't think we're going to see Punisher again until his season two. Got you. <clears throat> but I mean, it's going to be. I mean, I could be wrong. He could yeah. show up. Yeah, shit. Um, but I am very interested in seeing what we get going forward. Okay. Um, and then don't worry, like people like Colleen Wing, who people were very excited about Colleen Wing. Um, her and Misty Knight will probably be getting their own spinoff series. And uh, well, Misty Knight's more Luke Cage. Yeah. Than she is Iron Fist. But Colleen Wing and Misty Knight work together in the comics. They have their own detective agency. Okay. Um, so we're probably going to get a spinoff of that on uh, Disney's new streaming service they're going to be doing. Um, Iron Fist is not going to be renewed over there, unfortunately. So that that is gone. I heard season two is way better than season one. I haven't watched it personally, so I don't know. But that show was gone. Um, and it looks like DC streaming, or I keep saying DC, Disney streaming is also going to have a Loki series and a Scarlet Witch series, and Tom Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen will be reprising their roles. Yes, yeah, so we are film. we are getting Tom Hiddleston back as Loki. We are. Thank thank God. That is not, I don't think it's confirmed, but it's heavily rumored that it is going to happen. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and is it going to be, like, individual TV shows? Yeah, that's not Scarlet Witch and Loki. Okay. It's two different shows. Two different shows. Okay. And then we're also probably going to get Colleen Wing and um, Misty Knight. There's a very good chance, I'm, I'm thinking Moon Knight is going to be showing up sooner than later. I love Moon Knight. Moon Knight is fucking awesome. He's either, I think, he may take Iron Fist spot on the Netflix stuff. Okay. Or they could save him for their streaming service. Gotcha. It'd be weird for them to start a new show on Netflix while they're starting their own streaming service. Yeah, that kind of... So my guess is that we're going to see Moon Knight show up over there unless he shows up in somebody else's show. Okay. But yeah, there's a a lot going on. I would agree. There is a lot going on. A lot of uh, pieces moving around right now. And the next time, hopefully... Um, I will have seen Venom by then. Hopefully you'll yep. have seen Venom. We'll be able to give a good movie review of that. It's possible. I don't know if I'm going to be able to see it anytime soon, but... Well, I'll be able to talk about it. You can yeah. ask me questions. Or like that. Go for it. Uh, but I will say this. I do know that the... Uh, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Venom. Carnage does make an appearance, or at least Cletus Cassidy does. Yes, In the yes. after credit scene, Woody Harrelson has been cast as Cletus Cassidy, and he will be playing him going forward. And that movie is absolutely going to get a sequel based on the box office because it had the biggest opening in October of all time. Oh, 100%. So that movie will be getting a sequel. We're also going to have Morbius the Living Vampire, which is going to be played by Jared Leto. Which could like lead to like a larger Spider-Verse. Well, it's going to be leading to Maximum Carnage. Okay. It's going to be leading to that storyline at some point, probably four or five movies down the line because I guess you have to introduce makes, other characters. Yeah, I guess that makes sense, especially because Sony won't let like their characters go into uh, like the Marvel Universe and stuff like that. No, Sony's fine with it. Marvel won't let Tom Holland come play Spider-Man. In oh, Sony's because universe. it's fucking rated R. No, it's PG-13. Oh, really? Why yeah. won't Tom Holland come over then? Well, no, they just don't want him to. It's not part of the deal they had originally. Oh, really? Yeah. They couldn't negotiate something worse than that. With how successful Venom it was, yeah. there's a good chance Marvel could be like, okay, we're going to let him go over there. Especially if they end up doing Maximum Carnage, because Spider-Man plays a huge role in that. Okay. So I could see that leading to Tom Holland. That would be really amazing, because I know a lot of people were, you know, really excited to see him in there. And then we got a lot of information saying, like, no, you know, Marvel's not going to allow that and shit like that. Yeah. But, I mean, it would be really amazing, because Tom Holland as Spider-Man is quality. He's a great... He's he's the best one we've had so far. I would agree. Like, Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man. Uh, Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker. Tom Holland does both parts extremely well. Fantastically. But anything else you want to talk about? I think that's it for this podcast. All right. Then we are going to get to streaming some Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I have been your host, Logan. I've been your co-host, Tanner. And make sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share this podcast. Tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your wives. And tune in next week. You can have husbands, too. If you want. Why do you? I don't know. That was... I don't know. They're raping everybody out here. All right, all right, we're moving on.
Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, make sure you fuckers stay nerdy. nerdy.